Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name is John Thomas, and I'll be your host for today. Let's begin today by reading from Proverbs 6, 27 through 29. Can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned? Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? So is he who sleeps with another man's wife. No one who touches her will go unpunished. This is some pretty incredible language here. I mean, as you read it, it's like, well, of course not. We all know that if you play with fire, you get burned. But we also know that some lessons are never learned just by an assertion or an acknowledgement of truth, but we often feel that we need to experiment or test the statement to see if it's actually true. You know, it's the kid who classically touches the hot burning stove second after his parents tell him to not do so. And we often see this tension play out in our culture. There are competing truths in our culture versus the truths of the Bible. Culture tells us that freedom comes not from suppression of your desires, but in the unapologetic pursuit to fulfill them whenever you want, however you want, with whoever you want. While the Bible teaches us that your desires, your God-given desires for intimacy and pleasure are best experienced within the boundary of marriage. So there is some common ground. Sexual desire is good, but to suppress or restrict that desire for any reason our culture tells us is harmful, that it's bad. And it really hasn't always been that way, particularly in the West. There's been a complete swing of the pendulum that not only fails to respect an opposing view of what we might call abstinence, but it actually sees it as damaging. I remember some 15 years ago or so uh, reading a statement from someone who was opposed to the value of teaching abstinence at a global uh, AIDS conference in which the person said, An abstinence until marriage program is not only irresponsible, it's really inhumane. There's that value slightly stated that to even suggest a suppression of one's ability to fulfill a sexual desire is to treat a person as less than human. It is, in essence, to degrade the individual. But let me ask you, what do you think is more inhumane? A high view of sex that we see as a wonderful gift from God that's so powerful that there should be limits, restrictions, and it should only be experienced in the context of a lifelong commitment of marriage or the cultural low view that downgrades sex to basically recreational play between two consenting adults. A low view that turns men and women into objects of self-gratification, where at its worst fosters abuse, slavery, greed, and leaves a trail of brokenness wherever it touches. A low view of sex that fuels a $7 billion porn industry worldwide, over $12 billion in the U.S. alone. You know, for all the things that are getting canceled in our culture, and many of them for good reason, uh, when will we all wake up to the acknowledgement that there's great damage that takes place in the objectification of men and women, when we use them as disposable instruments for our pleasure, that there's a negative effect on our society, on our families, and on ourselves? You know, this tension really takes us all the way back to the garden. The fall came about not just in the act of eating a piece of fruit, but really it was rooted in our inability to trust in God's goodness. Do we really believe that he has our best interest in mind? 
Do we believe that the boundaries and restrictions that he puts in place are ultimately for our good and for our flourishing, or are we suspicious that he's holding something back from us? But we know this to be true, that true life-giving freedom will always set and practice limits. I love how Tim Keller makes this principle really practical for us in his great book, Making Sense of God, when he wrote the following. Let's say that you get into a romantic relationship with someone who lives in the same city as you. Your independence is immediately curtailed in the most concrete ways. In the past, you could simply leave town for the weekend if and when you wanted. Now, if you do that, the other person will call you and say, where are you? I can't believe that you left without checking or letting me know. Now, you might respond by saying, well, I don't have to tell you where I am or where I'm going. I belong to my own self. No one has the right to determine for me how and where I live my life. If you respond in that way, there will be a silence on the other end of the line. The person might say, I think we need to break up, and they would be quite right. Love relationships don't work that way. You can't be completely free in the contemporary sense of the word and simultaneously in a strong relationship. Life-giving freedom sets and practices limitations. How about the way that the Apostle Paul puts this in Galatians 6, uh, 13 through 16? He wrote this, For you are called to be free, brothers and sisters. Only don't use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you will be consumed by one another. I say then, walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. So where do you struggle to believe in God's goodness when it comes to your desires? Were you tempted to live by your own boundaries and not His? And what might be that fear that's driving you to push back on His good limitations, His good restrictions? Now, I understand that this is a deep area of struggle for us all. Single, married, whatever the circumstance is, for far too long, the church has done a misservice when it comes to holding the conversation around our sexual desires. You know, in many ways, we've been taught that, that it's a bad thing, that we're not supposed to talk about it until you get married, then you're supposed to flip that switch and then everything's going to be fine. And we know far too often that that's not the case that God has given this this wonderful and this powerful gift, but as it so often is with the good things of God, if they're not used in their proper place, in their proper practice, that they can end up causing us harm. And that harm is real. Maybe you've experienced that sense of trauma, that fear or that regret, or maybe you have real doubts and worries and concerns about what the future may hold for you in this area. What I know to be true is that whenever there's been a misstep, whenever I've gotten things wrong, that God is there with his grace and with his forgiveness, that he truly desires that we would experience his full life and that that full life doesn't come by us just simply trying to make it happen through moralistic living, but it comes out of living out of our secure identity, that we are loved, that we are known, and that God has good things for us, that we don't have to hide in shame, that we don't have to be full of fear, but that we can approach him with the deepest desires central to us as human beings, this desire for intimacy, and that God alone can fill that. But he also desires that we would experience that with others through the practice of limitation, through the practice of commitment, that we can trust him and that we can be healed by him. 
So go in his grace, go in his peace today as we remind ourselves that we are loved. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.